how does it feel when you're on the other side of that that big intro? You know, oh. thirty seconds and then another big, another big intro. I mean, I have that for ADHD, but it's the fifteen second countdown, and then we oh. have the real intro. I I love the overproduction value. I'm here for yeah. it. I wish we had an overlay, but the the confirmed shoot head of production is, is poorly today. You could not produce anything in time. You get what you get, I suppose, folks. This is history. We actually have a guest on the late night grin, which for those of you that watch this content will know that is quite the feat for us. We've put, we've managed Mission Impossible. Uh, famously, this is going to be a slight role reverse, okay? Famously, when I came on and did the, the fantasy booking show of you, you, you referred to me as, and this is stuck, Mr. Joseph, right? Was, yes. the, was the term. So for today, you are Miss J. Shell. How oh, are you God. doing today, my fellow free agent? I'm so excited to be here. I always watch your stuff. I always do great stuff when I'm with Joe. Everybody I talk to about the show, I set high expectations for. You have given me the highlight of my career in that power rankings bit. I never yes. think that will die down. I'm so proud of that. I'm going to eventually clip it and post it. It got me into a lot of hot water, but it's okay. It's worth it. Uh, I think I have to tell you off air about that, but we'll talk Please about do. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I could only tell you how many people have said to me, I love the content I do with you, but man, did it get me in trouble. <laughs> that's, that's a familiar trend. But um, we have a little, we have a bit here today, right? We have a, we have like a concept, free agents, and yes. it's a fitting week to do it, which you'll not be surprised to hear. Um, I did not know that until like yesterday. That was a thing that would be timely. I just booked this show and went ahead with it. Yeah. Before we get into it, I do want to say, and I, I tweeted about this a little bit, and you know, I talked about it on last night's show. We have here, folks, if you look at the, the, uh, the link there in the pinned comment, we have a Streamlabs deal now. Now, with this Streamlabs, you can do the, you know, Super Chat-esque. Uh, it's not a Super Chat, but it's definitely a Super Chat thing. They don't take any of the cut. But here's the thing, and I don't know if Jay Shell knows this, but I'm, here's the deal. Today, anything you send will go to my fellow free agent, Jay Shell. This is how we're going to do this when we have a guest. She's the first. Thank you. So, oh, my God. With that in mind, JJ has sent one in. He says... Some money for you. <laughs> Fair. He says, welcome, Jay Shell, to the green. Is AEW coming close to having too much talent as a problem, or is this a problem? Seems that the locker room is happy for the most part. Should more go to Impact or Indies for more exposure on a smaller scale? Thank you for the super chat. There's definitely not a super chat, JJ. Let's answer that question here, because as we go through the talent, we're going to talk about AEW a lot, right? So let's set the table a little bit. Where are you at on the topic of, like, too much talent. Is there such a thing for AEW? What do you think about that whole that whole topic? I think if they get a little bit better at their rotating schedule, they've kind of taken advantage of it every now and then. We see some people on and off. They're rotating. Um, but I don't think we need to see the same people on screen every single time. I want to see um, Team Taz a lot more. I'm a Ricky Starks mark, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I think I wouldn't mind that at the expense of like the best friend sometimes. You need to fill in like that that tag team kind of like aspect, put team Taz in there every now and then, or even bring a Lee Moriarty in instead of a Wheeler Yuta, like start to rotate out some of the talent. Um, but I also think when it comes to signing the bigger names, I feel like once they have the debut, it starts a little slower and then they yeah. try to pick up heat for them again. I feel like if we can come up with the process to keep them hot, we won't be worrying about having so much talent anymore because everybody will just feel like they belong instead of it just feeling like some people are being underused. I agree. There's definitely something to that. Like, as much as we all laughed at it at times, there is definitely a truth to the shiny new toy 
deal in AEW, right? Where like someone comes in, they get the graphic, we all talk about it, and then they go back to doing pre-tapes and it, it kind of fades away. I think to your point about the rotation, it's very hard to say they can't sign more wrestlers when we have a segment on TV like Dan Lambert and Brandy, right? When you see that, two it's like... Dan Lamberts. Two, two, two of them. <laughs> and it's like, when you see that, it's awful difficult to say, no more good wrestlers, right? <laughs> so I agree. The kind of way they rotate is a challenge, I think, that they've probably, I think, done a slightly worse job of in recent months. Or maybe it's just talent you and I like less. I don't know. But yeah, it's an interesting topic. And as we go here, we will try our best. I'll, I'll speak for Jay Shea. We'll try our best not to just say AEW for every wrestler, right? We'll try. I actually like Impact. Impact gave me well, an interview, so now I need to be a shell for them. I like Impact, okay? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's even funnier after our pre-show conversation. But anyway, you're not for that. I'm not getting anyone in trouble around here. Now, um, Impact, no, you know what? All seriousness, Impact has been good here in the last few weeks. I have no, yes. I have no qualms with that. Okay, let's start here. I'm going to pass the ball to you and say, who's the first free agent? If I said to you, I can tell you exactly where one person is going, who would you most like to know the destination of right now in wrestling free agency? Keith Lee. Okay, I thought you were going to go because you messaged me earlier about the our pal Wrestle Curious had the yes he had the quote right. So yes. this one is really interesting. So do we think for, I'm going to you know let you go here first instincts? AEW is that your your assumption? Yeah, I'm going to go AEW, especially seeing the news that just broke. I posted a little um, a little question about K Killer Cross, Carrion Cross, because I don't want to see him in AEW, but that's for later on. But I did have some people in the comments saying that they don't want to see Keith Lee there either, which I thought was really interesting because I feel like he's the perfect person that you can slide right into the main event with no questions. And I feel like he right. could be a really, really big star for them. He also has a couple of feuds that you could relight. If you want to do Adam Cole again, I think that would be really interesting eventually. I would love to see him take on some of, like, Ricky Starks, mm -hmm. Daniel Garcia, like some of the younger guys also, because he is a little bit older, so he's not going to have too much time right. left there. So you're going to have to kind of get that ball rolling pretty quickly with him. Um, I think you can slide him right into the title picture. I cannot even imagine my brain if they do Keith Lee versus CM Punk. I think I would just explode. Yeah. Um, but I think he's a great talent for them. I think he has the work rate to match as well. Um, I think his promos have always been a little bit weird for me. Yeah. Um, maybe it's that the tone of voice or the speed or whatever it may be. Um, yeah. but I think we'll see Keith Lee pretty soon, especially since they're saying they're in talks. I would guess maybe I had another person in this place before, but maybe the face of the revolution ladder match, we see him come in there and do something mm. then if they, if they do have the time for it. It's certainly interesting. So what would you say, like, give me like a percentage on your confidence of Keith Lee to AEW. Where are you at? Like a 70? Are you that higher or are you even higher? What do you think? I'll go like, I'll go 75. I'm, I'm pretty strong in that. So on Wednesday, I talked about this a little bit. And I said that I'd heard there was talk and rumor that it wasn't like a lock that he was going to AEW. And, and people messaged me and said that Sean talked about this on the air. Um, believe it or not, folks, I'm not quite the scoopster that Sean Ross Sapp is. I'm humble enough to admit that here, live on the air. Um, and I think no one's saying it won't happen. It's just there's a lot of moving pieces, I think. The thing that's really interesting about Keith Lee is... How do we get him rhythm in ring without like dropping into a big match immediately, right? Because the last couple of years, through a whole range of reasons, he's been on the bench a lot, right? And some of it, you know, 
it, all of it was out of his hands. Some of it was alarming from a health perspective. So it's like, do you bring him in and kind of for his own sake, give him a nice run on an AEW dark after the first debut? Or do you, as you said, main event push? But you have to be careful with that, right? Because you don't want to yeah. put Keith in a spot to foul, right? Also, I don't want to hear the, oh, AEW is WWE. I don't want to hear that either. Um, and I think that's also wrong to give Keith that label as well. I saw um, somebody mention a Cody match first, which I mm. think would be very interesting. Um, great yes. pop, obviously. Beat down Cody. Give him a competitive match, though. I don't want to see a squash match. I feel like let Keith show that he still has it in ring, especially since he needs a couple more reps. Right. Put him on dark, maybe two or three matches or so. Um, and then they probably have, like, what? I would say maybe double or nothing time when they do the Casino Battle Royal. If they do want to go for the main event, if they do want to go like straight to the world title, I would say there's still enough time in between Revolution and Double or Nothing to build them yes. up to get into a Casino uh, Battle Royal match and whatnot. Yeah, I agree. It's just, it's he definitely feels like of the current free agents. I think there are a couple guys that feel like main eventers, right? He's one of them. There's yeah. another one we'll get to here shortly. People in the chat have said it, so it's worth bringing up. The match with Miro stands out. Keith Lee versus Miro feels like a really a natural matchup. Um, quickly, there are more super chats. Jay Shell, you'll be pleased to know. Uh, Sam says, just wanted to support and say you're awesome. Hi, Vestie. Hi, Sam. <laughs> Rogue Prime says, I asked for diversity, and here it is. I, I mean, that's cool because look, I do understand. Jay Shell, this will surprise you, I know, because you're a fan of Late Night Green. Sometimes it does get slightly boring hearing four bearded white guys just talking in circles, you know? That's surprising to you. Oh, gosh. Oh, I feel like. To be fair, that's the wrestling space in general, though. So yeah. I don't I don't fault you guys. But um, I'm very excited to be here. I love this channel. I, I said to Joe off air, I always do my best work here. This is where I'm here to show out. I'm setting high expectations for myself, and I may regret yeah. this later. But Probably, yeah. It's, this show doesn't, it doesn't, we don't do good shows around here, okay? <laughs> well, my you know. bad shows are my good shows, though. If that this is sense. a good point. I, I need to defend the late night grin here. Demon Grin says it. Bob's hardly bearded. That is oh, fair. God. Bob Bob does not fall under white beard. He's just he's just white. Very very white. But anyway, um, Riley says is Tony's big rampage announcement involving one of the free agents. Hmm. What do you think, Jay Shell? We're going to get a like a kind of unique deal where Tony announces a signing on the air or something. Is that possible? Well, I oh gosh, I honestly, mm, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> let, I'm surprised um, to see how this will go because I think there are many options. One of them is a big no-no for me, and it has to do with an X. Oh, okay. So as long as we don't end up in that territory, I'm happy. Um, I think we might probably get like an Owen announcement, though. That's what I'm feeling it is, like an Owen mm. tournament. Maybe he would have said it if it was. But I feel like we haven't gotten many announcements for that. And I I want an Owen announcement, please. Um, right. Or maybe we get like a surprise ROH like announcement that's not even related to like the recent free agents that were like free agents that had their um, no competes expire. It feels like to me it's going to be one of those things that's a bigger deal to Tony than it is us. Like Bill's Matthew mentions a venue announcement. I could absolutely see it being like, the next Battle of the Belts is in, you know, Staples Center and or whatever they're calling it now. And like Twitter's just like, well, sure. 
<laughs> I mean, I think the people on the West Coast would be excited right. for it, yeah. but like, I don't, I don't really care. I mean, AEW's coming back to Boston, which I'm excited for, but go. like, obviously that's only a local thing. So, I mean, Tony, yeah. if you're going to tease it like that, and you said scoops, Tony specifically yeah. said scoops. So maybe it's Buddy Matthews. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine, imagine if the, the show starts with Tony? Enzo. I feel like one day oh. we're just gonna get like a really random announcement, and it's just gonna be like an Enzo, and I'm gonna be like, "All mm, elite, okay, yeah, okay, great choice, Tony." Apparently, he's in MLW. I've watched MLW for many weeks and have not seen him, so I don't know if that's like an inside joke or something. I don't know. I have Any- not watched MLW. Lucky you. Anyway, <laughs> um, I will now leave with a free agent. I've been talking about this guy a lot. And people have been getting very fired up privately and publicly in response to me. I'm back. I'm back on this Samoa Joe train. Okay, show. I'm back. I'm ready. I've I've decided it. He's founded. He's found a time machine. He's back. He's ready to go. I've decided he's good again. Where do we think (laughs) Joe is going? What does it look like? Is he going to wrestle again? Is he going to be an announcer? What do we think? What's your first response? I hope he's not an announcer. I feel like he has a good couple years left before he's like sat in the announcer position i could see him coming to aew obviously they don't have too much room but even a part-timer contract to be honest yeah maybe i shouldn't say this and this is gonna sound crazy but i want to see him in gcw at least once just like just for the pop maybe like a no he's not gonna do a death match (laughs) no don't make joe do a death match (laughs) he got concussed doing an ad he got (laughs) He did an ad and got concussed. Good lord. <laughs> I was with you. I was like, okay, maybe he's going to like wrestle Jeff Jarrett or something. No, 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 no. The last outlaw. Give me Samoa Joe versus AJ Gray. Okay. I, okay. I can get behind that, and I feel like AJ Gray would want it. If Samoa Joe took on Nick Gage, though, I can't. I, okay. Yeah. He's Good not lord. doing that. <laughs> he says, he says deathmatch? How much? No. Um, <laughs> he's interesting. I was talking about this earlier. And this is something that I think we all we all make this mistake because we're all very online. But online, no one is talking about Samoa Joe, right? The discussion is about, you know, Keith Lee, Swerve, Athena, all these great – these are all great wrestlers. And long-term, they're better signings than Samoa Joe, who is older and, you know, he has injury problems. But, like, I think people sleep on how popular Samoa Joe – like, if he comes out on an AEW show, the fans are going to go insane. He's a big deal. Um my instincts right now are that he does something with AEW and CM Punk, which is like, I mean, they may as well book just for me, right? That's special. <laughs> but I do get people a little bit hesitant because he's wrestled one match in two years and he looked he looked a little older than, you know, than yeah. you'd like, right? I think he'll get inducted into the ROH Hall of Fame, though, too. I think we'll see that happen. So maybe he'll do some stuff with ROH, too, whatever capacity they come back in. Right. Maybe I'm just being hopeful that ROH comes back because I I need to see Josh Woods some way somehow if it's in ROH or not. Yeah. But yeah, I I think we'll see <laughs> we'll see him in some capacity. I also think it's interesting to see if he would go back to like a coacher like a coach position like we probably will expect William Regal to or like a producer position mm. or something like that at whatever company he goes to. Yeah, because I've talked about this before and that idea that like. There's a chance where Regal goes, Joe goes, I think. You know, yeah. like they're very tight. And Joe may want a job as an executive rather than just a talent. I mean, he just was a was a, a scout, and I'm sure he had like benefits and real job 
you know, it doesn't help him when he gets fired after two months, but you get what you get, I suppose. Um, Ring of Honor is interesting because, like, we all agree he's a Hall of Famer. That goes without saying, but yeah. it's just that certainly is something the idea of Ring of Honor being like, look, we ain't going to spend much money, but we'll get Samar Joe back and he can finish here. I mean, as a fan, that would be fitting. Um, Tope Suicida says it feels like it's one of Punk, Team Taz, or Danielson if he comes into AEW. How do you feel about that one, Jay Show? The idea that you know Danielson's big pitch of. Oh, like, don't. Oh, there you go. There you go. Dude, See, it's good stuff. I literally was about to throw up. As he was making that pitch, on, I was like, he said, as, as he started saying names, Garcia, Yuta, and Lee. By the time he got to Lee, I was like fully in tears. I was like, <laughs> why are they bringing all of my favorite wrestlers together? How are they going to do this? And yeah. I don't know. I, somebody on somebody else on Twitter, um, I think it was actually like Bojack, uh, mentioned bringing in Joe in um, Mox's position instead of having right. Mox there as the buddy with Brian, mm -hmm. which I can actually see happening. And I think that would be interesting to see as well. I think that team that like that Danielson Dojo thing that people were saying, I right. think that really would work. I hope they're not just teasing it. I hope they actually make something happen with that. If Mox is a part of it or not, because you cannot do that to my heart and then break it like that. I think they're going to do it. I don't think Mox will be a part of it, but I think they will do it. My pitch for Joe right now, and then we'll move on. So this doesn't become the Samoa Joe show like all my other shows do. <laughs> is that he comes in to back up Punk against MJF and the Pinnacle. That's the one for me. And then you could even do a turn, right? Joe could come in and immediately turn, and there'll be something to that. So right now, my gut feeling is AEW. Uh, final answer, Jay Shell, Samoa Joe, what's your leading answer for him? I'm going to do two. I'll go part-time AEW, right. ROH stuff as well. Okay, there you go. Now... Who is next for you? So you had Keith Lee was the, the free agent you were most interested in. Who would come up just, just behind Keith? Swerve Scott. Yes, there we go. Or so, Shane Strickland. Swerve was the other name I was alluding to when I said it feels like there's two guys that are like, to me, main event. That feels like a real thing, right? Swerve could yeah. be a main eventer in AEW. Now, are we confident he's going to AEW? No. I have personally, I am more confident about Swerve than Keith Lee. That's just me. I'm not a scoop. I, I think if it does, I think it's going to happen later. Because the amount of indie bookings he's taking right now yep. is blowing me away. He's doing Terminus, Pro Wrestling Revolver. He's going to Progress. He so is. I, I think he's doing a lot of stuff right now. And I think he's going to take his time if he ends up there. Who would you say, okay, Tony Khan calls you and he says, Jay Shell. And you say, why are you talking to me, Tony Khan? You say, well, I've got a question, okay? <laughs> We're playing it out here. Let me go. Granted, that was a bit of a leap. I took a big <laughs> leap there, right? Take it. So he says, he says, okay. I can only sign one free agent. Okay. I've sat here with the EVPs and we've got down to two names. Samoa Joe's gone. Fuck Joe Holbert. He's gone. He's off the board. We've got Swerve or we've got Keith Lee. If AEW could only have one of those guys that we both agree could be main eventers, which direction do you personally lean? Swerve. Me too. I know I said Keith first, but I think based off of one age, two mainstream appeal, yeah, and then three overall, just like I guess the amount of wear and tear on his body that he'll have left. He's definitely right. gonna have a longer run left in him, not just because of his age, but also because of like he he has been in the ring war. He's still able to like lead a group obviously like we've seen he's been able to lead hit row if he, if he wanted to end up doing that he could do that as well 
Mm-hmm. And I also think Swerve and his music, we just saw Leo Rush get signed. Eventually, I think we'll see Swerve get signed as well to somewhere. Mainstream appeal, do that crossover stuff that right. AW could use. And I'm going to make a pitch for a team right now. Um, I'm making a pitch for Swerve and Jade. There you go. I I don't know if Jade can rap. I don't care if she can rap. She looks like money. <laughs> she looks like she's a star. Um, she looks like she's been in music videos. So put her in Swerves and then make something happen. Because I need to see that happen. Okay, that's pretty awesome. Um, I don't know how Swerve would feel about being so greatly outsized, but I, you know, <laughs> fuck it, right? It's tough. Jade looks incredible. It's real tough, right? Yes. Yes. So I agree with you. Now the chat is with us on this. Swerve okay. over Key Flea. And I think that's kind of surprising because Key Flea is a more kind of proven commodity as a top guy, right? In NXT. Swerve just got started to get there and then got pulled up. I think what you said was was perfect. Less wear and tear, younger. There's a, there's a sense he could be a crossover deal. Here's the other thing too, and this is important, is that like he's easier to book for them, right? Like if you bring in Keith Lee, you can't just pin Keith Lee. Like you have to treat him like a monster. You have to really yeah. build him. With Swerve, you can have him as like a TNT title upper mid-card guy for a while, and if he gets over the way you think he can – then you can do the big push in two years. Like, yeah. I think he's he's a really really interesting one. Are there any matches in AEW that that jump out to you for for a swerve? Because there's a few that that feel interesting, right? Okay, back on my Ricky Starks train. Ricky Starks versus Shane Strickland. I need to see it. Yeah. Um, Shane versus Adam Cole. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I need a Kenny Omega match eventually too. Page, Hangman Page, of course. I think a Scorpio Sky match would be very interesting to see as well because of how their styles would clash. Um, eventually, I hope that we can work our way to a match with a with a Wardlow type figure or Powerhouse Hobbs, like a bigger guy, so we yeah. could work them as well because he could work bigger guys also. Um, so those are a few of who I have. Also, maybe Jungle Boy would be good as well because Jungle that's Boy one. Would be- yeah, that's okay. one that stood out to me. I do you think you bring Swerve in as a heel or a babyface? I would I mean, go babyface first. I think he's going to get a babyface pop. He's really interesting because I agree, and especially if you give him the entrance, you know, like if you give him that entrance, yeah. he's going to be a babyface. But it must be said, there is when he turns heel, he's he's vicious, right? Like yes, people yeah. miss this, I think, and I get why because no one watched NXT because you know many reasons that we don't need to get into. It is what it is, right? Thank God. <laughs> but people think of Hit Row and they just know that they did the, you know, they were the rap group. And it's like, okay, it's fine. But the way that Swerve played that role was more than that. He was vicious. He was a yes. horrible villain for that first month. And then obviously they do what they do. Everyone's shades of grey. Bullshit. But he was a great heel there initially. So there's there's two different ways you could bring him in. It certainly is interesting. Okay. In fe- I love that we started this show by saying we won't say AEW for everyone and we've immediately just said uh, AEW for everyone, but like uh, it's hard, sorry. right? Yeah. It's difficult. For these for the top talent, it's hard not to look at an AEW, unfortunately. Yeah. Um okay, I'm gonna give you my next name now. Okay. And I'm gonna say AEW again. <laughs> <laughs> She's wrestling Thunder Rosa here in a couple of weeks. Athena is my next name, one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. One of the best women's wrestlers ever. Not doing a bit. Trust me. Watch the tape. Incredible in-ring performer. I don't know how confident I am anymore, Jay Shell. I have to be honest. 
I'm wavering a little bit. Can you help me here? Can you tell me I can calm down and expect this to happen? I'm not sure it's going to happen here. Athena to AEW, what do you think? I think it needs to happen. Otherwise, I'm going to have a breakdown. I wish I could. I wish I was good at math. Maybe I'll try and do this after or I'll hit up Will Washington because he's amazing at math stuff. But I want to know if we could compare how many of the signings in this past year were men compared to women. Because, boy, does that women's roster need help right now, specifically in terms of veterans. And I, I don't mean Serena Deeb, who's like slandering the women's division because they're getting more than what they had in 2005. That's not what I'm interested in. I mean, veterans who are interested in actually helping out the division and who have TV experience and can who and people who can help coach and produce. And I think that Athena can definitely do that. I feel like she has the experience for it. Obviously, she has the in-ring chops as well. She can cut a pretty good promo also. Um, so I think the more veterans we have in the division, that in that division, the better. But I feel like we can only get there if we start to shift away from signing some of the males as well. Because we always hear that the men's roster is bloated, but that women's roster isn't isn't right. even fully fledged out. It's interesting, right? Because I think there's a lot of women in that division that we agree. Like if you just had them as a talent in, in a vacuum, you'd say there's definitely something there. And in a couple of years they'll be ready to go. I think what makes Athena so interesting as an addition is she feels like someone that you can drop in now and she can do pay-per-view matches. Yes. Like there's, honestly, guys, and people, you may think I'm being dramatic here, there's maybe two women in that division that are as good as her in ring. Like it's she's very, very good, you know? Yeah. And that's not a knock on the division. She's just special. So Bill's Mouth here, here is doing some reporting for us, which I appreciate. He says, Athena on Twitch was asked if she was going to AEW and said, maybe with a huge smile, I think I'm going to win here. I may actually win this one. <laughs> they may sign someone that I like. <laughs> I really, Finally. really hope they do. Oh, I, there is definitely a lot of talent there, specifically like young talent. Red Velvet, come on. I, I have so much investment in Red Velvet. I'm going to preach about her now. So when she blows up, I can take credit for it for saying that I loved her from now. Red Velvet, Anna Jay, obviously, she's always having great matches. Ty Conti definitely could be a star. I feel like she was really, really strong in her match with Britt. Chris Statt, mm -hmm. definitely a star. She could she's take the title awesome. off of Britt, yeah. I believe. I don't think they'll do it, but I think that she could. Mm -hmm. um, I think that they have a lot of talent in that division that's just, like, waiting to show what they can do and to kind of probably train more because when Swole kind of spoke about the trainings, not everything is mandatory or it might be harder to get the training or whatever it may be, so... I think they definitely have a lot of talent there. I think Athena could help um, cultivate it. Yeah, I agree. Quickly to to pick out a couple of those names. I know this is free agents, but you didn't expect this show to stay on the right on the tracks, folks. We do what we do, right? It's gonna, you know, it is what it is. Um, I think Chris is a really good candidate to beat Jade eventually because physically, that's a huge match, right? Yeah. That's like, yes. Who else can match up to Jade like a Chris Statlander can? That that one's interesting to me, but um. I agree with you. Red Velvet also is a tremendous baby face. So I agree across the board. It appears we are both picking AEW again for <laughs> Athena, right? Is that what we're doing? Yes, yes, we are. Okay. Oh, God. Um, who comes up next for you, Jaysha? Have you got another name that comes to mind here? It doesn't have to be yes. someone you like. It could just be interesting. Go ahead. I'm going to move on from WWE for a second. For a second. Okay. I'm going to go John Gresham. Mm. I, this is imagining that um, he's not as loyal to ROH as he is. Right. I'm going to take a step back from that for a second. And I'm going to say that he needs to go to AEW. 
I need that man in AEW. I know everybody can't go to AEW, blah, 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 blah. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. I agree. It's John Gresham. If you like, if you don't, I don't know what you're doing. Maybe he'll want to say an impact because of his wife. But like at the same time, I feel like John Gresham and AEW, they don't care about size or anything like that. They can definitely make him a star. He can be brutal. Put him with Brian Danielson for a bit. Let them wrestle. Let them have a feud. Let Gresh go over. And then, boom, right there, he can be champion. I don't care. Just give put the belt on him. See, this is where it gets difficult for me because I agree with everything you said. I think Jonathan Gresham is one of the best wrestlers in the world, like top five. He's special, right? But yeah, he just – he doesn't strike me as a guy that wants to just be like on that roster, you know? Yeah. And I know you said, like, ignoring that and just talking as a fan. Um, I don't know. I think I think Gresham, he kind of loves this deal where he's like, he just floats around and has great matches. Like, God bless Impact. We both agree it's pretty good. And, um, you know, you have a relationship with them now and they pay you very well. So I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Mean. They pay me in Tasha Steele's interviews. Love it. That's a pretty good pay though, right? Yes, pretty good. Yes, Tasha Steele's yes. is great. But... Gresham goes there and it's like he immediately has their best matches. Like he's he's just special. The big thing I think we can all agree on, him and Danielson is we need to see that, right? Wherever right. it takes place. Even if I it's think, not on a full-time deal, even if it's yes. a part-time thing. Do you think there is a chance that we get because I think I don't think this is out of the you know picture? I'm gonna paint, I'm gonna paint this for you. Okay, ready? I need you to imagine this. So there's about 200 people in attendance on WrestleMania weekend for Ring of Honor's first show back, right? Maybe <laughs> yeah. 250. I don't know. They're in there. They're having a great time. Jonathan Gresham just beat Bandito in a four and a quarter match. It was good. People liked it. And then the final countdown plays. That is illegal, but still, you get what you get. <laughs> Out comes Brian Danielson. Face-to-face deal. And they just they go off the air saying, we'll be back in May or in June. Danielson, Gresham. In any other world, I get why people would say, no, you can't. Brian Danielson's nuts. And I think yeah. it would pop him the idea of going back to Ring of Honor. <laughs> right? Like, it, I, I, could see, I could see him going with that. Now, in some ways, is that not the best case scenario for us? Like, we get the match, but Gresham can still do his nerdy Ring of Honor stuff that makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd live for it. I... Honestly, I think we'll see Brian in the Hall of Fame, too. I think it'll be a perfect opportunity for them to promo it anyway. I honestly think that I think that Gresham won't end up in AEW. I know I'm saying it, but I don't think that's what's going to happen, especially with all the Terminus stuff he's doing and how good it seems like that stuff is going for him right now with, mm-hmm. like, Terminus 2. They're booking some big names. They got Leon Ruff, Shane Strickland, Santana. Mm-hmm. They're They're doing some pretty strong stuff, so I feel like Wherever he ends up, he's obviously going to have amazing matches. He's doing stuff in GCW, too, which mm-hmm. is insane as well. It's not like he has an issue with exposure. I feel like there's just so many matches that I would love to see happen from people who don't really work independence or anything like that. Um, but I think it'd still be a great get for AEW, but that's obviously up to him. I think we'll see him in every promotion besides AEW and WWE at that point if he's not in AEW. Yeah, I agree. I think I saw Gabe tweeted that, like, it feels like Gresham's trying to do an old school Ring of Honor title reign where it's like he actually travels the world as the champ. I mean, that's what the NWA champion is supposed to be, but, you know, we, we know what's happening over there and that's fine. 
Um, I have a name. Now, this is not one that I'm a big fan of, but it's an interesting one to kick around. And I think it comes as a double act of sorts. In the last year, one of the big stories has been Matt Cardona, right? He's okay. been everywhere. He just turned heel in Impact. He's so in my city right now. There you go. He <laughs> just turned heel in Impact, so he's now going to be playing this character across the board, it looks like. Is there a world in which he actually signs somewhere in 2022? Or is he benefiting so much from free agency where he can be in all different spots at once? What do you think? Where Do you think there's a chance we see Cardona actually make a place his full-time home? Here in 2022? I think he's having too much fun, especially with Chelsea, too. Because I think that's what Chelsea wants to do also, was just mm -hmm. do everything everywhere, especially the stuff that they're doing in GCW. Like, because obviously AEW stars can't work the same GCW schedule like they're working right now. They're literally at, like, every single GCW show. So yeah. I, I think that's what they're kind of rolling with right now. And I think that they're honestly building a better representation for themselves if they did eventually get signed. Because throughout like this indie run he's been building more value him and chelsea have added more value to who they are as performers as characters absolutely um, like after leaving wwe so wherever they do end up i feel like if he did sign full-time somewhere it would be impact but impact isn't even full-time really so right um yeah i think that question i asked probably comes with a different question right which is is there going to be another promotion that arrives this year and this isn't a scoop because, folks, as you know, no one talks to me. But, <laughs> but, but I think the only way he signs somewhere is if a third promotion, alleged, comes into the game and he's one of the first guys they get. The only reason this intrigues me is because if you look at what Cardona's doing, I do think there's a truth to, like, these arcs are going to peak at some point, right? Like, for example, what he's doing in NWA, once he has the match with Murdoch, unless he wins the belt, which he should. By golly. Right. And <laughs> there's a limit to how long you can do that stuff, right? So it's just. That belt's going to Darius Lockhart. Sorry. That's all it I have should, to but I think neither of us have any faith in that being the case, unfortunately. <laughs> it should be the case. I agree. Okay. We have some more super chats here. Uh, Meech said, listen to this. This is disgusting. This is what my viewers oh, do to me. Okay. Meech says, don't forget to dunk on Roddy Strong, Jay Shell. It is tradition. Can you believe that? You wouldn't do that, right? Well, I was the one who kind of made the news go viral that he opened up that pro wrestling tea store. And then mm. I, I guess, made WWE close it. So. Yes. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Just when I was going to get one of those damn shirts. You've got to... <laughs> You had to run the story. God damn. Okay. Um, Royally has sent another chat. We appreciate it. He said, would love AEW to bring in David Boy Smith, the team with Archer, reforming Killer Elite Squad. They could fill a monster tag team in AEW and give something for Archer to do beyond the title program. That's interesting, right? Because, I mean, I think we all enjoy it, Lance Archer, but, like, after he loses to Hangman, as a single as well, where do you go with him? What do you think? Is that a possibility, maybe? He gets Davey as a tag partner? I think that would be interesting. I always thought we were going to end up some way, somehow with John Moxley and Lance Archer as a tag team, right. even after that Texas death match. I think that their personalities just kind of work mm -hmm. for me. And Archer can obviously play face. He's just right. in a heel position right now. He kind of adapts to whatever position he's in, really. Um, so I think him with a tag partner would be good. I think having 
like one really really tall heater guy i think that lance archer can also be considered a heater um i feel like it always works out as a tag team perspective like they have that as their tag champs right now and luchasaurus and and jungle boy so yeah like the the dinosaur yeah no we don't have to comment on that (laughs) (laughs) my god double burst to the camera holy (laughs) shit okay I didn't see that coming. I'm a Santana and Ortiz, Mark. I, I still yeah, got too. beef over that. I can't get over that. I think it's going to work out for us. I think it'll be okay. Uh, I think if we'll be okay. If it's not. <laughs> it looks like we're going to get some singles matches from Santana here. So yes, that'll be an interesting I'm story. I'm so excited for that. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Okay. Do you have another name that comes to mind, Joe Shell? I have a couple. If not, but do you have a couple others? I think we're just going to – I'm going to have to get this one out of the way. I just got a killer carry and cross. I don't, I don't want to see you in AEW. I don't want to see you anywhere. I really don't care. Really not for me. <laughs> I would rather see his wife. I don't, I don't need, I don't need that. I don't need whatever. I don't need the ex. I don't need the demonic carrion killer. I don't, I don't need it. It's not my vibe. Um, I'm just going to pass. Wow. That was incredible that you initially went with. You went with the pretty tame, I don't want you in AEW. And then, like, in your mind, you realized that wasn't enough. And you just went, I don't want you anywhere. I was waiting for you to call him a piece of shit, too, on the way. I mean, you can go to MLW for all I care. I. That's where he's going. I'll be, I, I'm pretty confident. Is he doing confident. stuff over there anyway? Like, that's... Yes. There's vignettes. So, the deal is with him is, before he got signed, he's, like, last appearance, he did a start, he did something for MLW. So when it aired, he was even on WWE TV. Okay. Um, they're airing vignettes that appear to be suggesting if MLW. anybody in here says NWA, you need to leave that alone. Darius Lockhart is there now. I I have to watch it. <laughs> okay. Well, Don't that's tough. Don't Darius Lockhart, please. This is a historic moment because we're the only two people in the world that watch that show and we're both on camera at the same time. So that's good, good stuff. They should screenshot that over at the NWA. This is a big moment for them. Um, okay, we've got another super chat here. Good lord, this is a hell of a payoff you're getting here, Jay Shell. This is like WrestleMania in the wrestling media world. <laughs> really hope we see Metal League and Biff in AEW. That's from Manny Boy. That's interesting. Now, Biff is someone I'm kind of confident Biff will end up in AEW. Um, any any thoughts on, on that one? He feels like a guy they're going to slot in that Tony Nese role, and I think he'll be good at it. But what do you think? I could see that happening too. I think that would make sense, like a TNT title open challenge guy, and then just kind of does some dark stuff every now yeah. and then. I mean, I would rather see him over some of the guys that they do have signed right now. Um, yeah. Not to name names, but Jay Lethal. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. If you'd like to know Jay Shield's thoughts on Jay Lethal, please Google Jay Lethal speaking out. Um, you can see our thoughts there. I agree. I think. My other one for Biff that pops me is like the idea of him as a as a top guy in the Revive Ring of Honor is really fun because I think people sleep on how great he is. Like in oh, AEW, yeah. we all agree that his role is what you said exactly what you said. He does a TNT match and then he's on Dark, and that's a yeah. good role and it pays well. But like, I man, think he'll do some NWA stuff too. I mean, mm. honestly, not all of the NWA stuff is horrible. Like a no, Colby Carino versus Rhett Titus match, I can get into that. I can sink my teeth into that. Also, because yes. I love Rhett Titus's drop kicks. But yes. if we're gonna get some matches like that, where it's just like some veteran workers just working each other, 
and like it's not offensive in any way. Like there's no mm-hmm. Tyrus. Yeah. I'm chilling. Colby Greeno, I guess, is a free agent. I don't think he's gonna get a big move anywhere, but he's you actually watch NWA. Like he's doing really good for himself, yes. right? And I'm he's happy doing for Colby. Stuff in GCW as well every yeah. now and then. So I, I do like a lot of his work. Um I think he's a very interesting wrestler. Like the yeah. way that his style is kind of just curated. It's very like ROH, I guess you would say. So I could see him doing some ROH stuff. Did you see his match? This I can't believe we're talking about Colby Crean. I didn't think we were going to get here, but we are. Did you see his match? The match he had with his dad last year? Yes, I did. Yeah. It was awesome, right? Yeah, it was one of it my favorite really matches. If you didn't see that, folks, look it up. It was, and they did a nice little video building it up. He's honestly, he's damn good. Um, hopefully, things work out for him. It seems like he's in a good place. So, yeah. Yes, I agree. Okay, where was we at? We just, did you just bury Killer Cross? Is that what we just did last? Yes. Okay. I have another one. Johnny Gargano. Johnny Wrestling, who is free, right? He can do whatever he wants. We believe that he is waiting for the, the birth of his child, which makes sense. Probably slightly more important than professional wrestling, I would say, on a, on a scale. However, um, where are you at on this one? A lot of people have just said it's AEW. It's a matter of when, not if. Are you on board with that, or do you think he may do something else? Honestly, oh, sorry. Honestly, I think we will see some AEW stuff eventually. I just don't think it's going to happen right away. One, he's having the baby, obviously. Um, And two, he's so sweet. He literally apologized to the fans because the fans made up the idea that he was debuting. And I was like, Johnny, I'm sorry, Johnny. Like, oh, God. I honestly see him doing some impact stuff, to be honest. Maybe that's maybe we're getting too early for me to start talking about impact for people, but I kind of do want to see him do some impact stuff. Gargano versus Josh Alexander really gives me some good feelings in my stomach. So (laughs) (laughs) that's fair. I don't know. I think it's really this just it's the elephant in the room. Let's talk about impact here. Like it's really difficult, right? Because if you really like someone, it's hard not to want them to be in AEW, right? So then, like, what you end up doing is, and Dragon King brings up a good example of it, in in John Hennigan, Johnny Impact, Johnny whatever. He's like, he's someone that I would say to you, he should go back to Impact. It's like, why do I say that? Well, because I'm not really a big fan. <laughs> like, I put difficult. out a tweet about this, and I got attacked, because people oh, no. who actually don't watch Impact will say, this person should go to Impact. They were saying about Keith Lee, and I was upset about that because if you're going to say that, you should watch because otherwise, who are you to say that? You want to send somebody who you think is at least good to a place where it's like, what, 100,000 viewers or something like that, and you don't even watch. So what is the point of doing that? I can say it because I watch. So I'm yes. going to say that I would like to see him have a couple impact matches. I didn't say sign him to impact. He can go for a weekend, work a couple of matches, and go to AEW for all I care. All I know is I need my Josh Alexander match. The thing is, unfortunately for impact fans, that may happen elsewhere. I don't know if Josh is long. I think he's staying, folks. I do. But... uh I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure Josh is going to be there forever over in Impact Wrestling. I'm not sure. Okay. Johnny Gargano, I think, is an AEW guy eventually. It, it seems like in the big picture, you're agreeing with that, right? Yes. 
We just presented everyone. Everyone's going to AEW. It's fine. Okay. Any other name come up for you here on the the incredibly long list of free agents that includes Kona Reeves here on the Fightful website, which has oh, just popped me? I, okay. Um, I'm going to go for somebody who I think will be an impact. I'm going to okay. go next to Newell. Um, I don't feel like she's going to be strong enough for AEW to want to pick her up. I feel like the standards for being a wrestler to getting signed to AEW are different for when you're a woman compared to when you're a man. And I feel like in their mind, she won't meet their standards because she doesn't have enough of a proven track record. And they'll say she's probably injury prone. Mm -hmm. So I think it would benefit her more to work impact. Maybe eventually she does end up in AEW, but I think we'll see her in impact first. The dates will probably fit her schedule more. She won't be wrestling as much. Uh, like if she is actually injury prone, she won't be wrestling as much to get injured. I feel like she'll have some great feuds with Chelsea Green, Tasha Steeles, Mickey James, Diana Perazzo. There's lots and lots of female talent in Impact. I feel more comfortable saying a female should go to Impact because of how their women's division is presented and the amount of talent that's in that division already and the amount of strides that they're making. I could see her in the Ultimate X match eventually. Or even getting like the digital media championship and fighting men. I feel like she had that list and had some men on it. So if she does want to right. go to Impact and do intergender stuff, the option is there. I think that one is just about perfect. I think when you look at Impact's division, there's a lot of talent there. But who's the who's the top babyface in the women's division beyond Mickey? Who's you know Mickey is a legend, right? But like, who's the long? I think there's a tie. I think it's Chelsea Green and Jordan Grace. Right, and it's like. I think Nixon can fill that spot. I really yeah. do. And I, I agree with you too that like, I don't think, as much as those of us in the bubble appreciate her, I don't think she has the name value that's going to get her to an AEW over an Athena or a Tony Storm or yep. so on and so forth. Or Mia Yim. Yeah, so I think, I think that's a really good one. Um, and I think, as you said, it makes sense for both sides. Are we ready to do our official first, this person's going to impact? Nixon, yeah. is that what, there you go, folks. Impact fans, sign it sign it down. There you go. The first one. JJ, can you get there a graphic go. going? There you go. In fact, <laughs> JJ, we have we have a lot of graphics. Are you ready for this? Oh. Here we go. This is gonna be exciting. This is gonna be yes, you may do stuff fight full body slam. You never see anything like this. Ready? <laughs> Wrestling will sign one wrestler. There you go, folks. Nixon Null, congratulations. Oh god. Okay. Jeff Hardy. Is there any room for debate about Jeff Hardy, or is this as obvious as we all think it is? AW, done deal. Like wiping my hands. Like Hardy Boys matches. Here we go. Oh God. Yeah. I think that's what they vote for. Right? They're gonna they're gonna finish their careers as the Hardy Boys, and that's. I also you know. think that's why they gave Andrade the the Hardy family office so they can yes. have an out for Matt Hardy. Yep, I think. You know, and then they can do the private party match, right? Hardy Boys versus private party. They could even do Butcher and Blade at some point. Oh, I would I live for that private party match. I love it's... Isaiah Cassidy. He's great. His outfits are very nice, and he's a very attractive man. I did not include him on my power rankings, but I would like to update them. That's a good point, because those of you that are watching this, you may remember, um, it was on one of my last shows, ironically, which I don't know if I'm blaming you for that, but, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. We did a show. <laughs> We did a show. We did a show over on the distraction channel that is now Fightful Overbook. Support those people. Jay Show was on that channel. And um, we were talking about whatever. I don't know. And I was bored. And I just said, Jay, I said, Jay Show, what, can, you, can you give me like a power rankings of the good looking guys in professional wrestling? Oh, God. And we went off on this like 40 minute trowel. 
So now I have to ask you because you brought it up and you've you've popped me this. Who in wrestling's free agency is, is the most attractive male wrestler? James Strickland. I'm... Wow, you didn't even <laughs> you didn't even pause. You just James Strickland, Leo Rush tied up. Oh, now there's a good free agent. I've forgotten Leo. Okay. Does Leo Rush at this point, it seems like he's very aware of like how his personality works, which as you can see by me being on the late night green channel, I can relate to and very much understand. Yeah. Do we think he's going to just be like, as he said, that lone wolf figure that kind of goes around and does what he wants to do. Do we think he's going to sign anywhere? Leo rush in 2022. What do you think? I think Leo knows his worth and he's doing music now. I feel like he's going to do whatever he wants to do. Right. GCW, obviously, it seems like he's, it's kind of working for him. I think we'll see him do some ROH stuff eventually. Um, mm -hmm. I think he'll probably do a little bit of impact stuff, even if he wanted to. I feel like he right. can go wherever he wants, but he also has now an actual like deal with the label, which I think is still insane. Yeah. But I think he's going to put some more of his focus into into music. Now, the, the record, like that's a big thing, and that may change this, but the one thing I always wanted for Leo... And when the world opens up, hopefully this can happen. I think he would really thrive as a guy that works New Japan regularly. Like, and actually does the tours. Because, look, yeah. New Japan Strong is great, but it's different, right? You're doing one show. But, like, historically, professional wrestlers that do not do a great job of dealing with the politics of US wrestling's bullshit, yeah. they generally enjoy that. Because he'll go over there and he's going to be great. He'll be incredible in their juniors division. I really would like that for him now. I think he clearly has other ways to make money that don't include going to Japan every month. So if he doesn't want to do it, God bless him, right? I'm not. <laughs> I'm just that as a as a fan of his work, I think that could be really interesting. So, but I think I agree with you. Leo's gonna he's gonna do what pops him here for this next at least for the next year. I think. Yes, I agree. Okay. Any other names here that come up for you? I'm looking at a couple that are. I wouldn't call them interesting, but they exist. Can I do Anything? ROH now? Yes, of course. I yes. want to do Josh Woods and Red Titus. Okay. Oh my God. I want to see them in Impact. Okay. Wow. Maybe Impact maybe... again. Wow. Impact show. I need to, to stick to the branding now. Um, Josh Woods and Rhett Titus. Josh Woods actually told me I should go to wrestling school. So I feel like I owe a part of my livelihood right. to Josh Woods now. So Josh Woods to go to Impact, please. He is a little bit older, but I feel like they can still make it work for him. Um, I feel like he has a style that would really work in like their X Division stuff. I think Josh Woods versus Trey Miguel would be amazing. Steve Macklin, they would burn the house down. Chris Saban, some of the vets. Um, and then Rhett Titus is just an overall veteran. That guy is such a technical, technical guy. I feel like he would fit in really well with most of their division as well. Um, just keep them away from Moose, please. Oh, Jesus Christ. As long as we... I feel like Impact minus Moose isn't too bad for me. Yeah, that's the big... I mean, we've talked about Impact a little bit here, and I don't want to get you in trouble because they pay you, obviously, six figures a year, but, you know, seven. I... Seven. Oh, yeah, sorry. Six a week, right? Six a yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, the, the problem with the with Impact is that main event. That that main event scene is a little bit... You know, we, we could do with help in that. Now, how do you I feel hate Moose. There you go. How do you feel about this? The idea of Josh Woods joining the uh I'm gonna Can call we it switch out some people though? Can like we do some yeah. tradesies? I don't need Vincent, I don't need PCO. Give me STP though. All of them. All of them collectively into impact. Just like start beating people up. That's did all you I see, need. Did you, did you see Shane's 
uh, interaction with Ian Riccoboni on Twitter a couple weeks ago. Oh, God bless. Oh, where he yes, was I like, <laughs> for those of you who didn't see this, folks, Shane was like, okay, Impact, bring us in and we'll beat up, you know, the guys that beat up D'Lo Brown, which is the Ring of Honor guys. And Ian, poor Ian Riccoboni, who is lovely. We all love Ian. And he says, they're embarrassing us, Shane. And Shane's like, who's us? I don't work there anymore. <laughs> It was not fair. He doesn't want her anymore. That's something. And that's Shane true. means that too. Yes, like, yes. bless his heart. Shane and Kenny King and all yeah. of SCP, ROH, you're gonna have to either send them like a fruit basket or something if you want them back. It's really interesting because do you think Shane Taylor promotions a case of just like people haven't seen this act? Because God, it's great, right? It's How much can I say on here? How honest can I be? Um, well, we have 70 live viewers, so you know, okay. your call. <laughs> okay. I think that SCP is viewed as too much of a political group. And I think it's the same thing yeah. with Darius Lockhart. That no matter their identity, they are black wrestlers who fully identify as black right. wrestlers and interpret that into their gimmicks or into their characters. And that may scare some promotions away. And that may be part of the reason that we aren't seeing them in bigger promotions or in the case of Khan, he's not carrying that same energy or mystique or personality, I guess, that he had yeah. when he was a part of SCP into his AEW dark stuff. But it obviously does look like they're giving him a chance over there. Like, he had a match with Adam Cole, which must mean something. Um, but I think that's a case for a lot of the wrestlers who do stand up for something. And I think that's going to be the same case with Swole eventually, is that they are too scared of stepping on toes. Yeah, I agree. I think... You know, folks are going to hear what you said there and misunderstand. Like, if you've seen Shane Taylor's promos, like, you know exactly what Jay Shell was talking about, right? Like, there's a line. He had this incredible, he's building the match with Brody King, right? And he does this deal where he's like, he's like, look, man, you may think you're tough, but if I walked around dressed like you, I wouldn't be allowed on TV. And he's like, what? There's such, um, his delivery is so great because Shane, yeah. he talks with passion. But he's a really sharp guy, and it comes through his promos, right? I agree with you. I think that's a shame because, like, if we're being honest, there's not enough people to watch Impact to make them worried about any of that stuff. Like, AEW, unfortunately, you and I know what that audience can be like. It's a big audience, right? And People you know. go there, and when their women's matches are happening, they chant for Jamie Hayter when she's not even yeah. in the match. Yeah, well, it's, it's hard. When, when the audience gets bigger you naturally will attract, um, how do I put this politely, lesser people. <laughs> the more of them, the lesser they can be, you know. But, yes, change of emotions are fabulous. Um, I hope they stay together as an act. And hopefully if they do go to an impact, they're allowed to do the kind of promos that we've seen them do in Ring of Honor, and Shane's allowed to steer that ship because... Can I put in a plug really quickly? Go ahead. Does that have to do with this? I am running a program, well... Yes. A project called Wrestling with Whiteness that does talk a lot about a lot about this. There's actually a story focused on SCP. If you do want to hear about this from their own perspectives, there is the opportunity to hear about this from the people who are experiencing this. I talked to Darius Lockhart, Caprice Coleman, Shugdi, JDX, um, Tasha Steele's just released today. I have interviews with Culture mm -hmm. Inc., Willow Nightingale. Lots of these people who are fully experiencing this right now. And if you do want to hear about this, I will be making sure that they have the platform right. to kind of speak about this from their own experiences as well. You just listed the names. And I think, you know, I, that's on me, but people, I forget that not everyone here follows you on Twitter and stuff, but you had, you know, when you posted the graphic, 
that's a hell of a lineup, right? And yeah. the support of it is telling folks, and it tells you that these wrestlers are excited to get this perspective out there. So absolutely support that. When we get to the end of the show, I want you to do a, a big time pitch because, you know, the show is called The Free Agents because, of course, we are free agents. But I'm hoping by next week, next month, I'll be the only free agent here of us two. So we'll do a big pitch here shortly. But we'll, you know, we will do that absolutely. Um, please support our project because it looks awesome. And and the Sasha Steele's interview just came out, right? Like about yes, an hour ago? it dropped at four o'clock. Yes, that's why I'm now an Impact show. Yes. Seven figures. Um, we have another super chat here, which is they're definitely not super chats, even though they are super chats. JJ says, J Shell, here's the money I owe you. <laughs> we are we are on this in TNA Impact Wrestling crossing the line train before it has a boom period and is the number one wrestling company in the world. Listen, I, I mean, sent the money, so I can't, I'm, you know. I'll if you give me money, I will say whatever you want me to about impact. Yeah. So well, clearly. <laughs> I just said earlier that Johnny Gargano was going to Impact, so. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. Okay. <laughs> well, I have a, uh, I have a personal venture now, too. And you know I was going to do this, Joshua. I'm sorry. It's been an hour. I, I have to. Buddy Matthews is going nowhere. He's let me down. He's embarrassed me. It's terrible. It's terribly sad. Um, do you have any hope to offer me here when it comes to Buddy? Is he just going to just exist in the wrestling world for the rest of his life? What's happening? I think he'll do PWG and you can watch it yeah. six months later on high spots. Great. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I'm telling you folks, something's going to happen with Buddy Matthews that's exciting and I'm going to go live and I may just go live for 24 hours. I may just do a party. I may just go wild here on the, I mean, it, it will happen one day. I just have to wait a few years. It'll be okay. I'm sure of it. Okay. Free agents. Are there any others that you need to discuss or are we, are we covered the main ones for you? I, I think we've covered the main ones. Another one that I just think is interesting though, is AJ Francis. I don't yeah. know if people are going to be willing to take him on after like the kind of representation, well, representation, reputation, excuse me, that he's kind of been, that's been attached to him, I guess I'd say. Um, but I think he's a really interesting talent. I think he has a really unique look. I think he can talk. I think he has crossover appeal. He's done some stuff. Like he right. has done like a couple of like news shows or whatever it was that he was like doing the valuables, mm -hmm. whatever it was called. Um, so I think he does have the chops to be something. I don't know where it is, but I think he has some really good potential. This is not me doing a bit, I promise. I'm intrigued to see what he could do as a promo in an NWA, you know? You see that that product works. There's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity to talk, and like that feels like where AJ's gonna gonna thrive, right? If he gets a chance to have to cut promos and see if he can get himself over, I could see MLW taking interest in him. Other than that, I agree with you that he may get frozen out, unfortunately, which is kind of silly, but that's just you know <laughs> we work in a landscape that makes us understand that. That's not as surprising, right? It is what it is. But yeah, I agree. Um, okay, I'm looking at the chat here. The Briscoes come up. Are the Briscoes just staying in in Ring of Honor forever? I, mm, I, it seems like they're leaving GCW kind of sort of, or they're easing their way out of GCW. Right. Like after they lost those titles, maybe it's just because they wanted that Nick Gage moment, but it seemed like something kind of happened with them. 
Um, they do have that match versus stat. I mean, um, SAT. So we'll see how that goes. But beyond that, I don't really know. It seemed like it was AEW for sure when they were setting up that yeah. match with FTR. But like, oh, where is that match? That started in December. I'm getting tired. It feels with each passing week, it feels more and more like we're going to get that at the first Ring of Honor show back, right? It just, it felt like an AEW thing, but it just doesn't, as as time goes by, it's like, if you were going to sign them, why aren't they here already? It's February, but I don't know. I'll be honest, I love Ring of Honor. I think it's probably time the Briscoes get on true national TV and like, you know, in, in the big leagues, whatever that means. It doesn't feel like it's going to happen, unfortunately, and that's I mean, that's a shame. But you know, I, they're a great team. It just there's a lot that you know there's a lot yeah. to that. Um, okay, what else have we got here? There's a lot of people saying Shane McMahon. Do either of us want to talk about Shane McMahon, Jay Shell? I don't want to. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> He's going nowhere. He's too boring for that. He can't make any fun stuff happen in professional wrestling. He sucks. You know, I only want to see him if he goes to GCW and then there's a clan of like XW, not a clan, <laughs> a group of XWWE people. Yeah. And they just fight him. And it's like a Jeff Jarrett thing. And then we just do that. Otherwise, I don't really okay. care. Okay. I think this is maybe true, Cody, but God, they're hilarious in those promos. The Briscoes promos are different. <laughs> they're I... incredible. I want to cut a Briscoe-style promo one day. I just want to eat an ice cream sandwich and just talk <laughs> about my haters. Speaking of haters, we have a guest here on the show. I remember once, Jay Shea, you said to me, it's one of the few things you've said to me that made me think less of you. You said one of your big hopes was to do a show with Bob O'Neill. No! And he's waiting in the wings. Here he is. Oh, my great- Bob! Yes! <laughs> How's it going, Jay Shell? Now, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Over delivered. That was incredible. Okay, <laughs> Bob, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. You know, I've been watching this. You guys are doing great. This has been awesome. Well, we appreciate that. We're pretty good at this, Bobby. Now, you are not a free agent anymore. You've signed an exclusive 25 year deal with the Late Night Green. Can you please confirm that? That's correct. Yes. Okay. Now, seeing as you've joined the show, and we're probably gonna, you know, we're reaching. We've done an hour. Um, you got any free agents, Bobby, that we haven't mentioned, or even if we have mentioned, that you want to add something to? Anything to go to there? Um, no, I think, you know, Keith Lee's an interesting one in particular because I'm a little concerned that if he goes to AEW, you know, he's not going to be, like, the top guy like he should have been. But I think still presentation's key, and, like, he can still be kind of a top guy with, like, the TNT title, kind of be, like, sort of thing, and that would still be fine. It's just, it's all about how you present him, too. Yes, Bob is immediately freezing because he's Bob. <laughs> And we love him for that. Um, I agree. Bob, very fresh face. Bobby looks very Bob, where's your hat? It's over here. He, he always has it tan. That's my favorite thing about it. Yeah, him. it is. I can I can put it on real quick. Yay. <laughs> yes. My, my boyfriend is watching this. I'm gonna make him do something. Dylan, can you take a picture of this for me? This is a career achievement. <laughs> Thank you. Well. What a terrible influence I've been on the wrestling media landscape, Bobby, huh? <laughs> Look at the damage I've done. Yeah. Yeah. Bob, no, this... what are your thoughts on Killer Cross? You know, I don't care for him. Um, I didn't really like him too much before he went to WWE, and then that run just kind of tanked him for me. Like, you know, I think there's probably somewhere he can go. I don't really want it to be AEW. I don't know how much he fits in there. Um 
I don't even know, like impact could use a top guy and I think they'd make him a top guy, but like, I don't know how much do for anyone either. Like, and I'm someone who has started to enjoy impact, you know, short of that main event scene. And he just wouldn't help me enjoy that anymore. Right. Uh, Jay, do you have any other questions for Bob here? Cause I have a big one personally. Do you have any others? I just wanted to say that I knew I liked you, Bob. Yeah. That's all. Thank you. Hey, Bob. What's up? Who's the most attractive guy on the free agency list right now? Um, because it's interesting. There's a lot of options, right? If it was like John Morrison's up there, right, Bob? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fair. I'd go with that. Okay, thanks, Bob. Yeah. Bob, any anything else? I don't. I, I don't want to. You know, because your your charisma is such. I don't want you to take away from <laughs> Jay Shadow and I. But anything else you'd like to say about free agents in wrestling, Bobby? Before you depart here. No, you know, uh, there's a lot of them. We talk about it a lot. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's um. It's uh, there's a lot of people out there that could make a difference if utilized correctly between, you know, impact AEW, you know, this third promotion we keep talking about. It's an exciting time. Yeah. Do you watch NWA? I do not. No, he watches none of it. He doesn't watch AEW. We asked Jay <laughs> Show, we recently asked Bob, we said to Bob, can you do the DMD, right? Oh, yeah. And Bob, <laughs> rather than just doing this, Bob began to draw... He was doing the letters. And we said, that's not what they do. She doesn't do that, Bob. I mean, this was also like one in the morning, three hours yeah. into our show. Well, you know, you know, details. I'll leave that stuff out. <laughs> okay, Bobby, there's this incredible dynamic where your fan is on in the background and he's causing great chaos with your hat and it's hilarious. I'm loving it. <laughs> you can see Bobby and I on the world-famous Late Night Grin in, what are we looking at, Bob? Five hours? Uh, yes, five hours. Oh, good God. Okay, five hours, latenightgrin.com. You'll see Bobby there. Thank you, Bob. I wanted you to make this guest spot to pop J Shell. Thank you very much, pal. Yeah, see you guys. What a character, right? There's no one quite like Bob O'Neill. What an incredible... You fulfilled one of my goals. I don't think you understood how yeah. much this meant to me. I know. I know. It was, it was important. I, I'm not very proud of it because it feels like my fault in a lot of ways that I brought Bob into this world, right? I mean, well, that's probably a bit far. I don't know if I brought him into the world, but this particular... <laughs> you, know, a, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying here? Okay. Final one here. Final two, actually. Let's do a couple... Ones that I know neither of us care about, but are kind of interesting. Wyndham and the Titan, Adam Scher. Is there any world in which either of these guys sign a contract in the year of 2022? Jay Scher, what do you think? I think Adam Scher does control the narrative. Um, For reasons I don't think I can state on air. And then I think that Wyndham does impact wow you think that's gonna happen the impact thing i don't know i I, just don't know if i could see him in aew because of the way his creative stuff works i accepted a lot more from this malachi black stuff um in aew i guess but like doesn't quite fit does it right it's not very fulfilling for me maybe it's because i think there's a lot of like loose ends in terms of like julia hart pack ray phoenix like everything is still kind of everywhere for me so maybe when stuff starts to get like tied up and i can understand more of like the references too because i have no idea what he's talking about most times and he's always teasing like debuts and i'm like hold on yeah no thanks it feels like a lot of the house of black stuff is like it's in our own imagination like we fantasy book stuff and like the actual the stuff he does really isn't that interesting (laughs) 
we just sort of we like plot all these different it's okay very, it's strange. i'm gonna know. ask you this okay. would you support the malachi black stuff if bud matt got involved i would legitimately never say another bad word about that man i would be no you i would come i'm t- honestly i i swear i reviewed dynamite live after the show right if Buddy Matthew showed up on a dynamite and I went live to review it, I think I would stay live for approximately ten hours minimum. And I would, no even though I would, I would hate the stuff he did because he would wear like face paint and it would be like it would be really embarrassing. I would just say I like it. I lie about a lot of stuff in wrestling. I could lie about that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I feel like I might get cancelled for saying that I think Wyndham will go to Impact. Maybe I should take it back. But I just don't see it working. Too no. well in AEW, honestly. And I think that he has the eye for that. Maybe he just doesn't do anything. Maybe he just does his movie stuff like he wants to. He got money. It's not like he needs to. He's so. the Jay Show, he's the guy to do the GCW thing. Oh, don't get me excited could, for could that. Could you imagine, imagine it's WrestleMania weekend, Nick Gage is in the ring, lights go down, and he's fucking Wyndham <laughs> dressed as a clown. And he has a light tube with like a hammer on the end of it or some shit. Oh I don't my know. God. That's the play. That's the play. versus Alex Cologne. There you go. Oh my God. He would kick the shit out of Wyndham. Okay, chat. Any other free agents? Tony Storm has come up. We did not mention Tony Storm. Is she another obvious AEW name? Or do you think there's there's some options with her? What do you think? I think if she doesn't do AEW, I think we see her in a stardom or Joshi Pro, or something like that. I think she'll do some Japan stuff. I think that's what she would probably want to do. I think she also might just follow her husband. Yes, speaking of such, I saw someone mention Ty Valkyrie, and I made some jokes about oh, uh, Johnny Impact, Johnny Nitro, Johnny Morrison, Johnny Hannigan. Um, are they going to go to Impact together, back to Impact, you think, John and Ty? Yeah, I could see that happening. I Honestly, I think John Morrison will do some, like, a. I think they could both actually do some AEW, like, open right. challenge stuff. Especially if they do a TBS open challenge. Please, please, the women need that. Please, you can bring mm-hmm. in Mia Yim through that yeah. as well. Um, but I, I honestly don't see them being strong enough candidates for AEW to bring them on full time. Especially Taya, I feel like. I feel like Taya wants to be more. Yeah, it's interesting because when they went, when John went back to WWE, he was in like a bidding war of sorts. Apparently, they both wanted him. And unfortunately, in the time he was there, so much has changed, right? The AEW roster now is just in a different world. But yes. I agree. It wouldn't surprise me if they showed up anywhere. My guess is Impact. Okay. We are not talking about Shane McMahon, Sam. We've made that clear. We, we will not talk about Road Dog either. Moving on. Yes, absolutely. Okay. That was um, a special edition of the Late Night Grin, the free ages. Now, Jay Show, this is important because we've got about 70 people in the and People had a great time watching this. Tell the people not just where to find you and your work, but tell them about, you know, what you do because I'm very one-dimensional, right? I used to do features. I started doing podcasts. I stopped doing the features. But I know you well enough to, you you know, you've already filled a range of roles here. So talk a little bit about your time in wrestling media and what you want to be doing here in 2022 because you are the, the biggest free agent in the game right now. You know that, right? Oh, that may be a stretch. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh, gosh. But my name is Jay Shell. I'm 17. If you couldn't tell that, I don't think I said that earlier. I've been doing this stuff for like three months or so now. Um, I might be coming up on my four-month anniversary. But I'm very excited to be here. That's always been how I am. I don't know what I'm doing still. I'm still learning and figuring everything out. But 
I write every now and then. I hold spaces on Twitter and I try to get people involved. I do a whole bunch of interviews with a bunch of different people. Probably sometimes even people you've never seen before. Um, I do interviews with Billy Starks, Brooke Havoc, the main event. A bunch of people that just try to introduce you guys to like indie wrestling as well. Um, I'm working with some of the people on Wrestling With Witness, like I talked about. I also have interviews with Eli Isom, Kenny King as well. Um, so I'm really just trying to cultivate a bunch of like great wrestlers. And my main purpose is to always hear out their stories because I feel like so many times when we look at wrestlers, we just look at the body of work they've presented and not yeah. where they've come from or who they really are. Um, so I think that it's really important to be able to give the wrestlers a chance to see that. I mean, to give the fans a chance to see the wrestlers in that light. Um, but I write, I guess, sometimes I do um, editorials every now and then. Sometimes they're controversial and get me in trouble. Um, <laughs> I fangirl on Twitter all the time because I'm still 17. But sometimes I'm good at talking as well. I'm also in a couple of books. I don't have them near me this time because I suck. But um, I've been a social justice activist for four years or so now. I've led protests with 10,000 people, spoken at rallies, all that stuff. So that's where I come from. And that's why I do all the social justice work that I do in the wrestling space now. Folks, look, I'll be completely transparent here. You watch this. You probably have seen me quite a bit. I'm pretty um, hesitant to compliment people. <laughs> you don't see a lot of guests on this channel. Like, it is what it is. Uh, you know, I've... So I feel like an old man when I talk to Jay Show because I've been in this now for five years. Terrible, five years, already eclipsed. But seriously, I've never seen anyone enter the game the way you have because you didn't even mention you were grinding on the news side. So you were doing a lot of the news stuff to the point where I know Jeremy was even like, good lord, like this is craziness. <laughs> so if somehow you're out there and you're doing a wrestling site and you don't see a position for Jay Shell, you do not do a wrestling site. Now, before we, we wrap up here, we do have a couple final uh, super chats, donations. That again, as I said, they'll be going to Jay Shell. Here we go. This this cover these, and then we'll we'll wrap things up. Okay, Josh says, do you think Willow Nightingale signs anywhere this year? That's a good one, Jay Shell. What do you think? I hope she does. For the love of my body, I think I would explode. I think if Trisha Dora or Willow Nightingale signs somewhere, I think I would have like a mental breakdown. I think we need them in AEW. Megan Bain too. How could I forget? How could I forget Megan Bain? I feel like they, Marina Shafir also. I feel like yeah. they're cultivating a bunch of people on dark. And I think we need to see them very, very soon. I think it'd be very important to have them inside an AEW ring, especially for all the representation that they bring. If you've mm -hmm. seen Willow, oh my God, can she work? She's awesome. She's yeah. such a unique character. At final battle, she got over so huge. And they didn't they didn't intend for that to be the case. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> yes. uh, okay. Croaky Boy says five pounds to help pay Bob's fines. Um, that is going to go straight to JCL, which is tremendous. Uh, <gasps> Texel says, had to give money for the Wyndham to GCW suggestion. There you go, <laughs> folks. Um, I'm going to put this on the screen because this is true. Oh, God. <laughs> believe it or not, that is actually a, a true comment, a sincere compliment. Folks, Joe is one of my favorite people, to be honest. You well, put me over, so now I get to do it. I love okay. Joe. Joe is literally one of my favorite people in wrestling media. He is super hilarious. Literally, I've asked him to come on my show multiple times, but he's a busy person, so we can't do it. I do two right. shows. I do Demo Divas on Fightful Overbooked, which is coming on Saturdays at 3, and then I do ADH Divas on Sundays at 6. With, both of them are with Kylie and Haley, my two best friends. But Joe has not yet come on our show, but he'll be on there to. eventually. Yes. I need to. We're doing this next couple of weeks because you, you did this for me. I'll do that for you. Absolutely. It goes without saying... Folks, you see the app there. Please follow Jay Shell. 
I'll be back. And as we said here, nearly just under five hours with Bobby and Oracle, not shoot because shoot is unwell. Um, Bob has got a lot to talk about tonight. He's finally going to let go his takes on, on vaccinations. So please sign, please sign up. Okay, that's not, Naya Jack. That's not, I'm sorry, Bobby, me. He's he's a lovely guy. He, I'm just messing. LateNightGrin.com. Sign up for just $1. We appreciate all the love this evening. This has been great fun. And hopefully we'll do something else of this variety soon. Right? Hopefully when you get a big contract with someone, you won't forget me, you know? Hopefully. Oh, God. We Maybe. shall see if that even happens. It's We're pushing P now. It's pay show. When you there refer you to me, pay show. There you go. That's what we'll close on, folks. <laughs> all hail. We will speak soon. Bye.